This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Hey, welcome to Politics by Faith, brought to you by Public Square. Stop buying things from people who hate you. This is the final segment of the special we did on the TV about Pete Buttigieg. Who is Pete Buttigieg? Who is this son of a Marxist professor? I bet you didn't even know that part about him, did you? Really fun special. We talked to the talk radio show host from South Bend, Indiana, who, who knew Mayor Pete when he was Mayor Pete. And he said when he found out that Pete Buttigieg was nominated for transportation secretary. Of all the things he could have been nominated for, transportation secretary, he says they busted out laughing. And he just went off on all the transportation-related failures that Mayor Pete had in his eight years as mayor. Then we had a fun chat with Emma Jo Morris from Breitbart. She's the Breitbart politics editor. And uh, she had a great line. I was asking her about, you know, people say, oh, poor Pete, you know, all this... All these bad things have just happened to him while he's transportation secretary with the ports and trucks and FAA and the trains. And and she goes, poor Pete, he doesn't have cancer. He has a high level position that requires like work. (laughs) What does that even mean? Poor Pete. So she was fun. But this is how we ended the special with our segment on humility and gravitas. Enjoy. There are so many lessons to be learned from the story of Pete Buttigieg. If Donald Trump in 2016, or heck in 2024, asked me to be the transportation secretary, I would 100% absolutely say no. What are you out of your mind? In no way will I do a good job at that job. It would be a disaster. I know nothing about it. And there's no way I could operate a bureaucracy of 55,000 people. But Pete Buttigieg says, yes, I'm the man for the job. (laughs) I just can't wrap my head around that. I don't know what's worse. Him thinking he is the man for the job, like that delusion, or he knows he's not, but I'll take it anyway because it'll be great for my career. What a stepping stone this will be to the presidency one day. This job will be great for me. 
It's unbelievable. And that, that's, that's what I want to talk about in this segment is humility. How can there not be a shred of humility in his body to say there has to be someone else who can do a better job than me? Surely, I, it's not like this is the only way I can be employed. There's got to be something else out there for me. But what am I saying? He was so delusional, he thought he could be president. So it's not even, it's not even humility. It's, it's like, where was a shred of shame to think if I take this job, big things are going to happen that I won't be able to handle. And it's going to be really embarrassing for me. Nope, none of that, nothing. Let's do it. And then uh, I'll take the job and then take some time off for paternity leave. Right, <laughs> right away. Humility is a characteristic that we don't even look for in our political leaders anymore because it just doesn't exist. It does, it's not, it can't. Just by the nature of the game that we've created, it can't. The very nature of running for president and asking for money, we can't have the reluctant, humble leader become president ever. Back in the day, you could have people clamor for you to be president and you don't even know it. <laughs> and you're in your house miles away, way off in Ohio, and you find out in the newspaper a couple days later and like, oh, the people nominated me to be president. Hmm, all right, maybe I'll take it. Like that's, that's a long time, that's 150 years ago. You can't do that today. Today it requires years of raising money. So to run for office today, you have to be a flaming narcissist. So we'll never get a reluctant leader to ever run for president again. We will only ever have men of ambition. And that is playing with fire. One of my favorite stories of the Bible, Jesus tells a story of, uh, and this is so, this all the stories that Jesus tells are very unlike our current culture, but this one uh, as well. Uh, he says, if you go to a wedding feast, do not sit at the place of honor, right? So imagine you go to a wedding and you sit at like the, the uh, groom's men's table or the best, you sit where the best man's supposed to sit. Because then if you sit there, then someone's got to come over to you and say, um, uh, that's not for you. Do you mind go sitting over at the kid's table instead? And that's embarrassing. And Jesus said, instead, instead, sit at the lowest table. Because if you sit at the lowest table for a little bit, then someone's going to come over to you and say, what are you doing over here? Come on, get over here. We got, a, we got a much better table for you right up in front. And Jesus then ends with the, uh, with the incredible point, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Our founders had, and my, my, do you see the point? Like Pete Buttigieg just goes right to the head of the table. <laughs> Our founders had deep humility. James Adams wrote to, uh, excuse me, John Adams wrote to James Warren in 1776. This was right before the revolution. He said, the management of so complicated and mighty a machine as the United Colonies requires the meekness of Moses, the patience of Job, the wisdom of Solomon, added to the valor of Daniel. How awesome is that? This man knew his Bible. Now he was talking about the colonies and this new, like the revolution and what could possibly come from that, the federal government. But you think Pete Buttigieg would say the same thing about the Department of Transportation, but he has none of those characteristics. Yet he still said, I'm the man for the job. George Washington just wanted to work on his farm. He said taking the job as president would be like a criminal going to the electric chair. That's what he said. He said, so unwilling am I in the evening of a life nearly consumed in public cares to quit a peaceful abode for an ocean of difficulties. Without that competency of political skill, abilities, and inclination 
which is necessary to manage the job. George Washington's like, I don't even, I don't even want it. <laughs> and people to judge said, I'm the man. I want this so badly. Imagine George Washington being like, oh, I'm just, I got such a nice peaceful thing going. I don't even, Pete Buttigieg lives for it. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Thomas Jefferson is in, in his inaugural address. He said, the task is above my talents. And I approach it with the anxious and awful presentiments. It's like a, like a foreboding, which the greatness of the charge and the weakness of my powers so justly inspire. I shrink from the contemplation and humble myself before the magnitude of the undertaking. And Buttigieg says, my talents are above this. I should be the president now. But I'll settle for now. So you have John Adams understanding the massiveness of the job. You have George Washington not even wanting the job. And you have Thomas Jefferson knowing he doesn't have the skills for the job. Yeah, Buttigieg thinks he's perfect for it. <laughs> it's amazing. I'll end here. Uh, there's a characteristic that was valued in men, in ancient Rome in particular, called gravitas. Gravitas. That, I believe, is the root of the criticism against Buttigieg. And people don't say that word, but I, th I think like deep down, this is what people are feeling. Uh, everyone, including him, deep down enough, knows he's not qualified. Right? Everyone, including him, knows he got it because he's gay. And that's absurd. But, okay, here's an example. The criticism of his shoes, right? His loafers. He goes to a disaster zone in Ohio, right? He's the boss of the operation, and he shows up in dress loafers. Now, I'm not mocking this fashion. I should say, I am mocking it. Not because he's gay, but this is a nice visual example of how he lacks gravitas. Gravitas literally means heavy. It's where we get the word gravity. And, and it's come to mean serious or important. So the opposite would be silly, trivial, frivolous, something like that. So you have like triviality and frivolousness. And then over here you have gravitas. What kind of man do you want to be? What kind of men do you want to be our leaders? 
So when Buttigieg wears loafers to a disaster site among men who are wearing work boots, it sends a message of silliness. It's a message that this is someone who doesn't understand the weight of the moment and someone who, who's unable to fill the role of the job, like literally the shoes. Like this is an expression, like, like he's gotta fill the shoes of X. Like he can't even fill the shoes. He picks the wrong shoes. It's great to be a man of gravitas, but you can't fake it. You can only earn it. And you know when you're around men who have it. You can feel it. You can feel it just in their presence. The, the, the man of gravitas, his presence brings peace and calm and order as opposed to, uh, well, this, this picture of Pete and his husband, that this, that's, that's not it. That's not gravitas. So let's look for that out of our leaders, humility and gravitas. And let's work on being that ourselves as well. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. Mike Slater on The First TV. Spread the word. That picture at the end there was of Pete Buttigieg and his husband on a swing, swinging together, frolicking. Every week, there is a new company that comes out and makes it official that they hate you and they hate your values and they, they stand against everything you believe in. And it's so frustrating that we continue to give them our money and the reason we people do that is because we don't see the alternatives. They're not right in front of us. This is where the app Public Square comes in. They're the first sponsor of this podcast. I've known the founder, Michael, since the beginning. He's an amazing man, and he's created this wonderful company that creates that, that connects local businesses that share your value, local businesses where you live who share your value, and also online companies as well. And it is a joy to give money in exchange for a product or service with people who agree with you and you agree with and we're helping each other. Public Square, totally free app, connects freedom-loving Americans who share values. Totally free download, Public Square in the App Store, publicsq.com. And if you just scroll down to the bottom, it has a list of the five values that if you're a business, you have to sign on to. You have to agree to. Otherwise, you're out. Public sq.com.